may not be able to see me. I'm not quite as tall as Jason. Hopefully you can hear me. This mic has a mind of its own. Let us pray. God of pilgrims and journeyers, strengthen our faith, we pray. Guide us through the uncertainties of our journey and hold before us the vision of your eternal kingdom, made known to us in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. During this season of Lent, Father Jason is leading a weekly discussion group on death and dying from a Christian perspective. It was his idea to tie this theme into our Sunday liturgy, liturgy during Lent and that anyone offering a homily during this time offer a personal reflection on the death of a loved one and how their faith in Jesus Christ relates to that death. So at this time, I wish to take you back to a past Lent, specifically Lent 2011, when on March 25th at 2.30 in the afternoon, I received a call that would change my life. The telephone call was informing me that our 15-year-old grandson had been struck by a train. I couldn't understand how this could happen. Tanner was in school, wasn't he? It was a bright, warm spring day, and he and friends had decided to play hooky. It was not only the shock that he had been injured, but the pain that followed when my beloved grandson died. He was gone from this earthly plane. Our family had lost a grandson, a son, a brother, a nephew, a cousin, a friend. And all of us who had been changed by his life-touching hours were also changed by his sudden death. Each heart that had been touched, sometimes causing just a ripple, sometimes a wave, and even at times a tsunami. Each of those hearts were a little more broken that day. And each of us reached, reacted in our own peculiar way, and each of us in time began to heal in our own particular way. Our life path had been changed by his presence and by his passing and we had to embark on a new journey. I was broken when he died. At first, I thought my heart would never heal because surely the wound was too deep, too profound. It has been said that when our hearts are broken, it allows us to touch the brokenness in others. I like to believe that that is true and that that is what led me into chaplaincy. But that's not to say that people who have yet to experience profound loss cannot sympathize with those who have. But those of us who have had a tragic loss belong to a certain club, one to which only loss allows us in. 
The society that we live in does not like to be reminded of death. Talk about death is often hushed or accompanied with uncomfortable laughter. We hide away people who are dying in nursing homes or hospitals, obscured from day-to-day -day life. But death is part of life. People face sickness and death every day. But the hardships we face cause us to examine our faith and confront the question, can we trust in a God who allows this to happen to us and to those that we love? No easy answers here. There is, however, the journey of Lent to teach us about trust and goodness and faith. The journey through Lent into Easter is a journey with Jesus. We are baptized into his life, his goodness, his self-giving, his faith, and his death. Then we rise in hope to life transformed, forever changed. The American writer and activist Anne Lamott says the following, you will lose someone you can't live without and your heart will be badly broken. And the bad news is that you never completely get over the loss of your loved one. But this is also the good news. They live forever in your broken heart that doesn't seal back up and you come through. It's like having a broken leg that never heals perfectly. It still hurts when the weather gets cold but you learn to dance with a limp. Dance with a limp, forever changed, but still able to dance, to love and be loved, to laugh and to live. Broken does not mean destroyed. And we that are gathered here this second Sunday in Lent especially know this to be true because Christ came to destroy the pain of sin and death. Through his living and his dying, we have been convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell, can separate us from God's love. Lent does not shy away from the harder things of this life. When we are reminded of our own mortality, we are also reminded of the life we have yet to live. And whether we walk through the wilderness of Lent upright or with a limp, May we take comfort in the knowledge of the promise that our Lord is always with us. Thanks be to God.